Hello, family and friends. I'm honored here for day two with my good friend, brother Tim Dotson, and his wife, Sean, is here in the background ready to correct her husband in case he messes up anywhere, <laughs> I'm sure, as all of us that have a good wife will, will be quick to do. My wife would be laughing if she was here because she has to do it uh, often. It's really an honor to have you all here, and Thank we've been you. talking about it for a while, Tim, yeah, and I'm so glad that we, we finally had an opportunity to get together here. Well, Father, we come today hungry. Thanks, Thank Lord. you for speaking through You're Tim, so and we, we come ready to put to Help apply this message to our lives, Father, not just to listen here, Father, but to obey and to apply this, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. All right, Tim, we'll amen. kick it back to you for day two of your testimony. All right. Thank you, Greg. And again, it's an honor to be here. We, we discussed uh, that my early Genesis days when I come to the Lord, I repented, uh, come to a place of repentance and baptism. But I still knew that I felt like there was something missing yet in my life. And I don't say, that, I'm not saying that, that Jesus is not enough. He's more than enough. Mm-hmm. And let me say that and clarify that. But I felt like there was you know, I heard a minister say one time, the Father gave the Son, but the Son gave the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like I was still I was still searching. Mm-hmm. I've always been in a searching kind of person looking for something more. Mm-hmm. And so in my teenage years, of course, I kind of wandered off with my buddies and stuff, and we was more into having fun. Than, but I still, through all that, I still went to church, although yeah. it, it convicted me and condemned me at times because I knew I wouldn't totally dedicated. Then when I got to about 17 and a half, 18, somewhere in there, I I was going to go up to my uncle, who is a Baptist preacher, to his youth services. And I'd been going up there some, but my mother told me about this having a revival up on one a Sandy Ridge, which is way up on a mountain, mm. and a little bitty, little small church. I was driving up the road, and for some reason, I was intending on going to my uncle's church, but I felt the Lord turn me my truck toward up the ridge there to go wow. up on top of the ridge. About 17, you said? About 17 and a half, 18, somewhere yeah. in there. I don't remember the exact age. Yeah. But it's, whoa, it's quite a drive up that mountain, steep and narrow. But anyway, I got up there, and there's a lot of people, cars lined up down the road. Went in there, and I sat down and next to the back. And they started singing, and I'd never heard anybody sing like these people sang. They were real, they were alive and on fire. Mm-hmm. It was totally different for me and kind of had a shock factor to me. Wow. And so then the preacher got up, and I'd never heard a man preach, not just with conviction, but with something that I'd never really been around, and it was with what we call now uh, an anointing Mm -hmm. uh, from the Lord and power and quoted so many scriptures. And I sat back there and I said to myself, I said, these people have something that I don't have. And by the time they are done, I will have what they have. Mm -hmm. But going back before this, when I was probably 16 and a half, 17, let me back up just a little bit here. I went up to this having a revival at the Baptist church. And so I went up there, and I knew I wasn't living right, and the Lord dealt with me to go to the altar, and I said, no, I ain't going, Lord, because I've tried this, and it ain't working. And so I left the church at night and went back to the house, but as I was driving to the house, I felt like the Lord was dealing with me, son, this is serious, and I ain't playing games with you. Mm -hmm. 
I'm going to bring you to a confrontation here between good and evil, and you're going to have to choose what you're going to do. Yep. And so when I got back to the front steps of the house, I went in the house, but as I was going in the house, it was like I could see a, a, the image of the devil coming down to the back of Dad's house, and Mom's house and our house. And I went in and I turned right to Mom and Dad's bedroom, and I said, Dad, Mom, I don't know what's going on, but something's going on. I don't know what this is. Mm. And they, and I think my mother or dad said, well, just go on to bed. You'll be all right in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, and they didn't really know how to address right. the issue. Right. But as I was walking back, I, it was like I could see the devil walk through the wall and stand there. And the Lord was to my right. And he looked at me, the Lord did, and he said, okay, you've got to make a decision. You're either going to serve me or you're going to serve him. You can't serve both of us. You can't straddle the fence. Mm-hmm. I'm done with this playing. You can't play games with me anymore. Yeah. You can't live two. I was living two lives. Mm-hmm. On Sunday, I was going to church. On Monday through the rest of the week, I was running with the devil's crowd. Yeah. And God said, enough's enough. You're going to make up your choice right now. And the seriousness overcame me. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, God, I am tired of playing games. I'm tired of living this way. And I said, all right, I'll serve you. I fell on my knees beside my bed, and I just cried out to God. And as I did, I turned around and looked, and that evil presence left. Praise God. And it, it changed the direction of my life. Mm-hmm. And my family saw it. They, they began to see that I didn't talk like I used to talk. I wasn't flying off the handle and getting mad at them like I was and getting a mean, angry spirit and depressed and all that stuff. And all that stuff. But still, I knew there was more beyond that. And getting back to going up on Sandy Ridge and how those people just seemed like they had something else, something more. And I'd been looking for that something more. I knew that in this starting back here where I'm at 11, but I knew there was something. And so when I went in there, I said, I don't know what it is, but I want it. I went to the altar and all them four or five sisters gathered around me and I said, I don't know what it is you people have that I don't have, but I want it. Mm-hmm. And they didn't stop for a second. It was like they hit another gear. <laughs> they, they were all lifting their hands, praising God, and they were laying their hands on me. Lord, he's here. He needs more, God, yes. and you've got more to give him. And they began to cry out, all them sisters, and I couldn't make out hardly what they were saying. Mm-hmm. One would say, young brother, just praise the Lord. Just lift your hands and praise the Lord. And so I'd lift my hand and praise the Lord. Others would say, say glory to God, and I glory to God. Well, 45 minutes later, I'm wet with sweat, you know. <laughs> and, and I'm working real hard to get whatever it is God wants me to have, you know. But... It ended, and, and so I left the church, and I'm, I'm recovering, you know, and I'm thinking, God, I feel a little disappointed. I just feel disappointed here. Mm-hmm. But I'm not giving up. I'm not quitting. I'll be back tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. But when I come back tomorrow night, I went to the altar again, and I prayed, and them sisters gathered. They didn't give up on me. They gathered, four or five of them gathered around me praying, and while next to the end of it, I'm quiet. I'm cried and wet with sweat and everything. And it was like I saw a vision. All of a sudden, I saw this big, huge wall, but there was one door in it. And I walked up to it, and the door cracked open just three or four inches. And the light was so bright that I couldn't look at it. I had to look away. But there was a, 
a, a person standing in the doorway and he said, now son, you can't come into here right now, but I want you to pray for all the people that are lost and that are not serving me. And here I'm laying this burden upon you. Well, it just melted me, Brother Greg. I just, that whole next day I cried and prayed the whole day, God, wow. for the lost world. Wow. So after I prayed that whole next day and I come back and went to the altar again because I wasn't giving up because I knew there was more. And so when I went there and I lifted my hands and they prayed for probably 30, 40 minutes over me. And it was like this time the door started open and it opened wider and wider and wider. And it felt like on the tips of my fingertips, it felt like warm honey just started running down my hands. And it started coming up on my legs. And I said, Lord, I don't know what this is, but don't stop with part of me. I want to be filled completely full. And I heard him talking about being filled with the Spirit. Mm -hmm. And I said, Lord, fill me full. I don't want just a part. Give me a full, complete infilling of your spirit. Yeah. And he just filled me from head to toe. And it was like I was lifted into a place I'd never been before. The door opened. I felt like I went through a door that I'd never been through, even though I'd repented, yeah. even though I'd accepted Jesus, yeah. even though I'd been baptized, even though I'd done all that, I knew there was more to this experience. And I thank God for what he done for me. Amen. We're going to talk more about that tomorrow. You know, that made me think about, yeah, I preached before on God's benefit package. And it's just like at work. You sign up for these benefits, accept them, receive, yes, I'll take this benefit. But so many people in the body of Christ are not receiving some of the benefits in the benefit package, one of them being the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And so... You know, I just encourage those out there tonight, just to, if you want more of God, he's got more for you, but we have to receive it, right? So yes. if you would pray for those yes. people tonight, yes. Tim. Lord, I pray that those that are out there that realize there's more to their experience than what they have, God, you would open the door to them, Lord. They may see just a partial opening that they've heard a message or they've heard a word from a friend that there is more. God, I pray that you'd give them the encouragement to pursue the full blessing of God, that they wouldn't live beneath the benefits and privileges of serving you. As Brother Greg was talking about, there is such a great benefit package to serving you, Lord Jesus, that every need can be met and you'll provide all that we have. And it's a living, walking, real relationship, God, where we walk in your presence daily. And I thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, looking forward to the next day. And uh, folks, if you want to contact Tim, you can do so through our ministry at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he's coming back soon.